Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of all. You come get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the horde? Shiny. Sail here. Me by. And trade. Welcome to Control Altwell, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Sunday, April 5th, 2009. This is episode 109 entitled Gear Check Aisle 5. Gear Check Aisle 5. I'm Aprilian, your host, and with me are my co-hosts, Asheo. Good morning, Asheo. Good morning. Good evening. And good afternoon. Good and night. <laughs> Good morning. And uh, we're actually recording at a pretty decent time, well, for two of us. <laughs> and not too bad of a time for you, Michelle. Did you get a nap today? I did. Okay. Uh, and we've just gone off daylight savings here. And so it actually makes it uh, an hour better, um, an hour easier to get into your morning. But uh, it means I'm not getting home until like. 2am server now, so I don't know what that's going to do for my rating schedule and stuff, but there you go. Well, we appreciate you uh, using one of your days off to make it a little bit easier for us to record today, because we know that the people love us when we're all together. That's the feedback. So, I just want to do some, get some stuff out of the way. We still have the contest on. It's currently one month free if you email us telling us about how you wow <laughs> or or how wow how you wow with uh, alts or how you uh how you play wow with alts or how you um deal with playing and your family lifestyle no um and i won't mention the name if you just say i want to win <laughs> hi gimme 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 no that's not gonna work <laughs> It's of no benefit to us, and it doesn't help our listeners. So, um, yeah, just give us a little feedback and tell us what you do and why you um, like using alts and how it affects your family, and we put you in the contest. Now, of course, we're no longer giving away the authenticator. I did say last week, and I want to correct this, that uh, Blizzard was no longer making the authenticator. According to a, and I'm using air quotes here, blue post... <laughs> They are. They will be making the authenticators again. I guess maybe they're retooling them, and they'll hopefully they're supposed to be coming out on uh, other phones. So, right. And then just a, a thing to Jinsu, who was a, an email, uh, email role winner in the past. Um, I was able to because I have an iPhone take my authenticator off of my account, and so Jinsu, you've been very very patient, so you should get your authenticator. Um, in the in the mail soon, but it, it was it was authenticated touched by an actual podcast host, <laughs> a real life podcast host. And Jeff, I did send off your your sweetheart to Blood Elf Mini, so you should be getting that too. Now, there's a couple other people that I have uh, that I have to get the uh, one week free. I mean, one month free. But I ran into a glitch, and it's kind of weird. My uh, Blizzard store account has been frozen <laughs> apparently that for security reasons i guess selling gold selling gold no, no, i yeah. guess i think that maybe because of no because i've been buying 
one month free here and there. Maybe they think I'm selling the one month free. I don't know. I guess maybe you can only buy so many one months free in the store before they get suspicious. <laughs> yeah, uh, you probably could, yeah, you could probably email Blizzard, Blizzard billing support and just let them know, like, hey, I have no, a podcast. I called them. Oh, well, I didn't mention that I had a podcast. But I called them and I said, you know, what's the deal? And they said, oh, well, you're, you've been flagged and you just have to wait. So I just have to wait. So as soon as they unflag me, maybe I'll call them back and explain that. Well, you know, I've been gifting them, so they have that option to gift them, so it doesn't make much sense. And it's not like I'm, I don't know. I don't know why they did it. But hopefully before the week's out, I'll be able to catch up on everybody. And we do appreciate everyone that writes in. We love hearing from you, and we love giving you stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Stuff. How's our week been going? So far, so good. Yeah. It hasn't actually been quite a week since we yeah. last recorded, and and I've been away most of the weekend. So my what did I do is going to be quite short for a change. Oh. <clears throat> so who wants to go first? Raise your hand. Oh wait, I can't see your hand. <laughs> who wants to go? I first? could I could see Glance's hand up in the air, can't you? <laughs> I'm a little shorter than uh, than you guys, but you can see me like a little dwarf jumping up and down, like me, me, me. Okay. How do you know? We have no idea how tall K- uh, Shayo is. Are you well, tall? I assume he's a tall. Well, Shayo's uh, a Shayo's a blood elf. Much taller than a dwarf. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. What am I thinking? Well, duh. <laughs> and Hyde, Hyde is a. Oh wait. You know, Hyde is a a cow, so he's huge. He's like three glanthers and stacked on top of each other. <laughs> At least I didn't play a gnome, because the gnomes would be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, did I step on you, glanther? I'm sorry." Okay. Yeah, and and my death knight gnome is just ridiculous. It's the most <laughs> ridiculous thing in the game. I thought the death knight. I mean, uh, the is it a, a gnome warlock was ridiculous? No, they're death they're knight. much more ridiculous. Yeah. I mean. They're, they're charming in their own little way. <laughs> I will just say that. Um, Do you want to go first? Yes, yeah, I'll go first. So what have I been doing um, since the last podcast? Well, every once in a while you have those weeks where you become kind of um, – everything kind of just falls into place. And, for example, you kind of look back on where you were a week before and then you kind of have that moment of like, wow, my gear is all different. Or like – I. I never thought I would do this, and and there it is, you know. And uh, I had one of those weeks where I was, you know, logging into my character last night, and I realized that I had um, most of like my tier seven gear, and uh, I was using a crossbow instead of a gun. And I was like, "How did that ever happen? What has gone down?" <laughs> um, and so to kind of put everything in 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 context, I. Did another um, another Nax run. I was able to do um, an Obsidian Sanctum twenty five man run. I did a Vault of Archivon twenty five man run, um, and so I was able to start kind of getting you know those emblems of uh, valor and and continued working on um, you know gearing up from from Nax. And I won a roll on uh, the shoulders, the tier seven shoulders for a hunter. And so I, I already had purchased the um, the hands and the um, the chest piece from my emblems of heroism. So I was able to then get three out of the five, 
and I got a nice new helm last week, and so I actually am pretty decked out. I only have a couple of uh, blues left on my on my little dwarf body, so pretty excited by awesome. that. I, I feel um, like, oh my gosh, I'm actually maybe playing with the big boys now and girls, I should say, big boys and girls. <laughs> um, I also changed guilds, and I know that again. you guys again, again. Um, but one of the things that um, I kind of just found, and it's something which is, you know, true in real life too. I mean, life is too short. You know, like if you find yourself and like having more fun with a different group of people, because I ran a couple of pugs with a different guild. So there was a, um, I'm in a, I was in a fantastic guild. Like Simply Eternal was the name of the guild on Warm Rest Accord. Fantastic guild. Like they were all the nicest people. But they raided on days and nights that I usually had to work. So right. over the last like few um, weeks, I could kind of see that I always missed the raids and guild chat was them talking to each other, you know, and you kind of become like the odd man out where like you have all the friendships that develop in a guild, but like they didn't really like, inc- they didn't include me, but it's not wasn't necessarily their fault. I mean, I just was never around. I was like that guy who shows up at off hours and puts stuff in the bank and <laughs> Then logs out, you know what I mean? So, like, it's not their fault. But I was Sometimes able to. Sometimes it happens just by ebb and flow and not by purpose. I know yeah. sometimes people in guilds who end up in the situation that you are, you are in, and I admire you for handling it that way. Some people get pouty and say, oh, people aren't paying attention to me. But you understand, and that's a, that's a good attitude to have. I just want to point that out. <laughs> And so what I did was I, I actually sent a letter of resignation. You know what I mean? Like you, you send it in the mail. You like I talked to one of the field marshals because like the the guild Matt, the guild leader himself. Um, I didn't really talk with him that much. I mean, I had run with Arlaris and and uh, run with Glanther on both of them, and and they both. Um, I mean, they would they would they gave me some great tips about how to heal, and they they. Um, you know, they, they were always asking me to do it because they, they felt like I, I added a good, something good to the guild. But one of the field marshals who I was closer to, I sent that letter to. And um, she, she messaged back and we had a little conversation. I just told her what was up. You know, I'm just, I don't feel like I'm getting as much um, out of this as other guild members simply because I have a different schedule. So she was like, yeah, yeah, sure. No problem. Like, go ahead and we'll keep you on the friends list. We'll be able to help you out. But uh, and, now and I just want to interrupt again, and that's the way to do it. <laughs> I just want to make you know you 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 leave a guild and you leave it positively, and you connect and you keep the friendship, and yeah, again, kudos. <laughs> and so with the uh, with the other guild, this um, I'm joining up called uh, Saga. I'm going to be right now. I'm in that purgatory mode where you have you know, the application status and they have to go in and, and, you know, kind of check it and you have to get sponsors. I mean, it's very similar to like AIE in that you have like this uh, period of time where you're not really a guild member. You're kind of like the, making sure that you're not going to go and like raid the guild bank and then quit the guild. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. And uh, one of the things about this new guild that I'm in is it's actually a role-playing guild. And so when I was reading through the guild charter, I had to be um, really kind of careful about like when it was it appropriate to have OOC or out of character um, conversations and um, <clears throat> and and how to be respectful of people who want to have <clears throat> um, you know role playing and so one of the things is that when you 
do a say, you know, you have to always be in character. Um, when you're in guild chat, you have to be in character. Um, <clears throat> but one of the things that you could do is that you can, there's a, an out of character chat where they can go and they can uh, talk to, or they can talk to each other um, without, <clears throat> geez, oh my goodness. I don't know what's going on this morning. Okay. <laughs> this little dwarfy is uh, starting to have allergies. Um, um, yeah, no good, no good. Um, but one of the, um, one of the great things about it is that I now have to do the parentheses, you know, when I'm, when I'm talking, even though I'm not really a role player myself, I have to really kind of respect other role players. And it's a part of the game we never really worked with before, you know, and now I'm actually like really interacting with it. Like I've always kind of gone to RP servers to kind of see what, Role playing was about, and you know, I liked watching other people do it, but I never really interacted with it that much. But now I actually am interacting with it all the time, and it's very, very, it's very interesting. It's very cool. Like the 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 amount of dedication that people have in their characters and the backstories. It's almost like it's almost like watching like a play. Sometimes it really is like you you raid and you do instances and stuff like that with like almost like NPC characters. Like they really do feel like they're part of the. World of Warcraft kind of um, stage. So they so they role play while they're writing as well. Yeah, they do. So like when they when for long. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Now when they have the um, invent, they don't role play. You know, because that, that's that's really tough because you can't be you know when you have um, somebody who's playing like a, a a huge you know night elf. You know what I mean? And they have like. The, um, and it's obviously like deep voice, uh, a, a Australian. Yes, yeah, deep Australian. No, but when they have like, um, it's obviously like a female playing that. You know, you can't role play that. You know what I mean? You can't. It would be kind of ridiculous to have, you know, um, a woman being like, "Oh, I'm a big night elf." So, I mean, in in um, invent, they they don't role play. But when they when they actually do says, they they talk about it. And like, it's funny because in between, like, um, <laughs> um, in between. Um, Groups when they or in between bosses, like they'll have converse, they'll have characters that'll start talking to each other and be like, you know, like my friend, like what 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 was up with that? Like, do you want to go and and you know get us all killed and and you know stuff like that? And when they <laughs> res each other, they're like, um, they they have like, like these spells. And some of them are actually really funny. It was like, um, the, the one person when they when they ever they res, there was some little limerick. I forget what the limerick was, but it was more or less like I'm calling upon my man, my mana pool to go and save this poor old fool or something like that. And like, <laughs> awesome. um, yeah. So it, it, it's it's kind of fun to kind of listen and and watch and and it's forcing me to actually be like, well, what would Glanther or Arlaris say right now? Because if I want to go and talk to these people, I have to kind of do it. <laughs> you know, in, in character. So I'm like, uh, and one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to like try to do the accents. I just can't, I couldn't be able to do that. I couldn't be able to type out like a Scottish accent because that's what Glanther apparently has because he's a dwarf. Because I, I just don't, I don't know the Scottish accent well enough. So I think that they're, they're kind of lax on that. Um, but in terms of, you know, other stuff that I've, that I've been doing, I mean, I also finally... I, I've been having the um, the Drake mounted crossbow in my bank for like months now. That's the the purple crossbow that drops from um, ooh, which one is that? 
Upgrade uh, keep, isn't upgrade, it? Upgrade keep, yeah, from um, Ingvar. And uh, I never really had that because I never really used it because I always had guns, you know. And I, and then I kind of realized the other day that my crit chance was like 35%. And I realized that I could probably use something besides a gun and not have a, a huge deficit to that because dwarves get a 1% greater increase to crit when they use guns. But then I realized that I, the only um, better guns that I can get right now in the game from the blue gun that I have drop off of Kel'Thuzad. And so, um, okay. you know what I mean? So like I can, it's like the Envoy of Mortality and like the Nerubian something, the Nerubian Disperser or something like that. But, there's, but the, the guns themselves, it's difficult. I'm not going to probably get to them <laughs> very often because when you down Kel'Thuzad, it's not like we do that every day, at least not... At least not me, you know. <laughs> I don't sit there and be like, oh, it's Tuesday, trying to kill Kel'Thuzad. And the chance of that gun actually <laughs> dropping um, probably is not going to be super high. There's going to be other people who want it. So I wanted to go and actually use a purple. And the Drake Mounted Crossbow is actually a really good crossbow. Like it, it, it's, it's a purple. It's like one of the, the top tier. And so I went and I trained on crossbow. And now I'm leveling it up just by going around. And being a skinner, it's nice because I can go to Shalazar Basin and I can uh, just start to take down all those rhinos and, and saber, um, saber tooths and, and things like that and then skin them afterwards. So that way at least they're not having just mounds of bodies piled on top of each other. You know, like Greenpeace would have a fit or like the MS, what's it that guy? Uh, yeah, PETA, yeah. PETA would have a fit watching if I didn't skin them afterwards. I got to remove the evidence. Um, and so that's, that's kind of where I've been doing. But I wanted to kind of talk a lot about like, um, like guilds and like role playing. So that's kind of like the thing I wanted to focus on this week. So I'll, I'll go and I'll let um, you guys now go because I want to hear what you guys have been doing. Sure. So I'll just have one question. So when you're saying you have to do the, uh, the quotes in, in guild chat, is that to talk in, com- in character or out of character? Oh, have you have you seen like the um? Have you seen role playing, like in action? Yeah, yeah. yeah but do that in the beginning of AIE when you yeah. Were yeah. out of character. When you add a character, you put it in parentheses. Yeah, yeah so it's like, like if you to say I'm looking for a leather worker or an enchanter, then you yeah, do it's that. like but everything else has to be open parentheses okay. and then you're out of character and then close parentheses, close parentheses to kind of show that you're you're done. But that, but so, the, but the default is expected to be in in character. The default is to be in character. Yeah. You want to talk out of character? You have to put it in parentheses. Yep. Or you have to go into the out of character chat. Like they actually have a, their own. Um, their own channel. Their own chat channel. Right. Oh, cool. Oh, good luck with that. Yeah. Thank. Because <laughs> you guys are technically in a role playing guild as well. But I, you know, when I was when I was in on um, AIE with. Um, I think Palinor is part of AIE. I don't remember. I, I was part of AIE once, and I remember that guild chat. Still are. Yeah. yeah, like guild chat is just like hello. It's like it's this wall of text. Um, <laughs> um, but like you guys don't have a lot of role players. I find they, who was the um who was the troll that had the snake? Oh, you are talking about witch doctor? Yeah. Yeah, he he still um role plays not as much in AIE, but uh, he has uh, what is that? He has role class role. Craft, it's a podcast. Oh, because like he was always like he did 
he was really into it. Like he had like the Jamaican accent and everything, like in yeah, Gil Jim, all the Jim time. Moreno. Yeah, he's a really good role player, and he and he also has a a um a blog. I think it's Rollcraft. Does that sound familiar? Sounds, it does sound familiar. Yeah. I'll put. I'll do a look for it and put a link in the show note. Cool. <clears throat> okay, so Shayo, do you want to go next? Sure. Why not? So, uh, as I said, it's been a, a relatively sh- short week for me. Where I was, I um, uh, done a bit on a shield this week. I got into a Vault of Archivon on a shield as, as a healer and there was only one other priest there and the tear chest piece dropped and the other priest had it. So, yay, didn't have to roll. <laughs> <laughs> one my chest piece. So, yeah, I'm starting to get a bit of uh, bit of gear on a shield and a little bit more confidence in, in healing heroics on it. I worked on, I'd been collecting, uh, you know, Frostweave for, for a while now and, uh, um, Finally made enough, even though they were, they'd turned green, I, I, I didn't see the point in making anything else. I just kept making um, Frostweave bags until I hit 445. And so now I can learn the Glacial bag, the 22-slot the bag, Ooh. Uh, which are, are worth a, about 800 gold worth of mats. So they're, they're not a cheap bag. So, but, um, what, some frozen oh. orbs and stuff? Uh, no, no, it's all uh, – it's – I think it's four Ebon Weave and four Moon Shroud. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I remember last week when you asked, when you, you seemed to be really amazed that I went down to um, Harris Pilton and got those 22 slot bags for 1,200 each. But, you know, as someone who doesn't do tailoring, you know, for me to go and get the mask to find a tailor plus tipping, you know, it was just like worth the extra, like what would have been like 400 gold, you know, to just fly and just get them done, you know. <laughs> oh, cool. Because I have a bunch of uh, moon shroud and ebon weave, I've just been okay. using my cooldowns. And well, send it my way, and I'll make you some bags that you can sell. All right. Not sure how much of a profit you make on them, but they're. Well, uh, it doesn't. It's all. It's all easy money because I get the the eternals from my alley from selling, you know, my pets. Right. So, so it's, it's cool. all free money. <laughs> yep. Uh, oracles this week, one cobra, uh, one yoke. Uh, yeah, boo. Two yokes, right? This is right, yes. Much better than two yokes. 100% improvement. Oh. I tell you, so on my oracle, um, on my oracle egg when it hatched, like I, I looked in there and like I, I screamed like a little girl because I saw like a little um, a proto-drake and I was like, yeah. oh my God, I got my proto-drake. And I was like, Proto Drake whelp. And I was like, ah! <laughs> but I, I, it was I think, funny because... <laughs> I think every, everybody must have that reaction when they get the Proto Drake whelp, I reckon. <laughs> exactly. But it was just so funny because like, everyone around me was like, oh my God, what happened? Did you just win the lottery? And I was like, oh, no. It's a stupid uh, whelp. Yes. Oh, dear. All right, and I've been uh, doing Death Knight stuff this week. I've um, leveling my uh, Death Knight on my second account, and Amanda, uh, who I'd been leveling through the the, the Outlands uh, with my friends, but uh, they 
screamed ahead and I just, yeah, too many alts, couldn't keep up. But um, uh, got him up to uh, 68 this week and headed him out to, to Northrend and did all the, the running around to get the the flight points at uh, both sides of the continent and, you know, the slow boat ride in between and uh, got a mage to port me up to Dalaran. So I'm now homed in Dalaran and can fly out and I'm thinking I'll probably go back and do uh, Borean Tundra given that I've, I've just finished uh, Howling Fjord on, on a Shea. I'll uh, work my way through Borean Tundra and... And uh, I'm ho- actually hoping to, to do a lot of levelling on my Death Knight just by uh, running instances uh, rather than uh, grinding through all the zones again and, uh, and questing. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to... I mean, I mean kind of... Uh, I'd like... You know, I want to uh, dual box uh, Jekyll and Hyde and, and get them up, but uh, I also want to get a, a Death Knight up there as well and, and you know, have a bit more uh, experience with... Uh, with death knights at the at the higher end, seem to kind of get to this is so you know, sixty eight's highest death knight. I've kind of been getting them to low sixties and then leaving them, and and uh, so I think it'd be good to to get a death knight up into the into the high seventies and do some instas on, on that. So I'll probably probably dual box that with because uh, it's on the second account, so I can dual box that with Jekyll. So got a, a healer following him around makes it a bit easier. Oh my not, yes. Not, it does. not that you not that you die very much as a death knight, but and uh, especially as a blood death knight, it's just it seems like I'm you know, finishing uh, if I if I took any I think there was a couple of fights there, I can't even remember why, but I started a fight at half health and uh, and I finished at full health. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> Don't say that too loud because yeah. you know what'll happen. They'll nerf death knights. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a coming. I doubt, they're not going to nerf that that aspect of it, but uh, yeah, there'll be there'll be some nerfage. Uh, and today we had uh, a spectacular failure at um, trying for a an achievement in heroic Oculus. Yeah, we got bloody close, I tell you, but. Um, there's achievements in Oculus for so in Oculus the, the last boss you all fight on Drakes and, and typically you make it up as I as I'd said you, we make it up with one tank two healers and and two DPS and there's an achievement for um, doing it with uh, n- no bronze Drakes or doing it with no amber Drakes and doing it with no uh, whatever the third color is can't remember. So Dills had actually read up and decided that it was quite possible to uh, do it with just the bronze drakes, which is the DPS drakes, and you know, it's all about uh, rotating the 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 attacks on it and just doing you know, massive damage and um, and Lots synchronizing all that. Yeah, and yeah, it, the, the, even the, the stop time. Yeah, it's it um, becomes ineffective after a while. But even if you can get two or three of them off to to save some time, and we tried and we tried and we tried, and I reckon we got him down to about I don't know under under five hundred k. And you know we're doing uh, he does this in rage and then goes into a 
a trance type state and you've got to run away from him because all these uh, nasty bomb things start chasing you. And um, once you've done that, you, you, you basically need to start stacking up the, the debuffs again and, and getting back into the rhythm. And even that, by that first time, you know, it doesn't take very long to do that. Uh, we had him down to half health, but we just could not get the rhythm back and, and finish him off. And, and of course, um, after that, by that stage, there's all these little whelps out as well that are, that are helping him. And so we'll, pro- we'll probably try that again. And um, or or mix it up and you know maybe just put in a, a healer and and um, we we probably got the we actually tried it later on with one healer and four bronze drakes so at least then you you still get the achievement for doing it with with you know, no tanking drake um, but uh, it'd be better if you could do it with five of the same drake but we and we actually got closest doing it with five of the DPS drakes but um, it's fun it's yeah it's to to um, to grind your teeth on on something as simple as you know, well, as simple as um, uh, uh, just a heroic boss, and, and uh, um, try to progress and and synchronise and work as a team. It's, it was it was a real challenge, but unfortunately didn't pay off in the end. But uh, we'll keep at that. What else have I been doing? I, I um, decided I was going to. Uh, I'd started a death night over on the realm with the bind on equip guys. I decided I'd uh, transfer. I've got a level seventy night elf priest that's sitting around doing nothing. I thought, oh, I'll I'll transfer my priest over there and and dual box a death night over there with my priest. And and uh, I don't know how long it's been down for, or how long that will be down for, but pay transfers are down at the moment. Oh wow! Hey, it, uh, wouldn't let me transfer nothing nowhere. That might be because they're coming out with 3.1 soon. Like, it's going to be a huge patch, and they probably want to try to limit the amount of, like, bandwidth that they're, they're having on their servers. You know what? I, that's, what I, that's what my conjecture is. That sounds good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go with that. That's my theory. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. So we all reckon this Tuesday? That would be nice. Well, they have an achievement where you – one of the things with 3.1 is that – they're going to add the Noble Garden stuff is going to actually be part of what a long, strange trip it's been. But instead of being one day, it's going to be a week. Sure. And, you know, Easter is on this Sunday, so they better get to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> get snapping. Yeah. The yeah. uh, like, week is coming up soon, so. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess they could hotfix that. They don't necessarily have to have the patch out for that but you'd, it, you'd, it would seem like it's fairly likely though but um, yeah I'd, I'd be happy if it came out this week that'd be good and the last thing we did uh, this evening uh, was um, the Bind on Equip Guild had their third birthday um, celebrations this evening and they, it, was, it was actually a lot of fun they Went to a, a bar in in uh, Stormwind and had drinks and dancing and had a had a lottery. With a, you know, mailed the, the guild master and um, bought some tickets in a lottery and costume competition. <laughs> and they had uh, so okay, we're going to play darts now. And I'm thinking, how are they going to play darts? And and what it was <laughs> down in the the harbour, um, uh, an alt had been jumped off. Uh, a high part of the the, um, 
the harbour and, and died at the bottom. And, and Darth was, okay, you've got to jump off and try and land on this, on this dead body. Oh, <laughs> closest <laughs> wins. Uh, so that was pretty cool. But the, the funnest part was um, hide and seek. The officers actually hid, um, splattered around Stormwind and everybody had to um, go and find them. And, and you, know, you, you weren't allowed to use mods. You know, there's no, no cartographer mods and you know, hunters obviously weren't allowed to use you know, track humanoids and, and stuff like that. And we just had to, uh, to go and find them and uh, <laughs> dropping little hints every now and again. And um, yours truly... Uh, won the hide and seek competition. Oh, congrats! Actually, you wanted to tell us where you found, where you were in the like where your hiding spot was. Oh, were you seeking? Where, no, no, no. I, I was seeking. I had to oh, find okay. the four officers. Yeah, so the four officers were hiding. What character? So, what do you mean? What character? Oh, I was I, I was on my death night. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, um, and first prize was was fifty gold. Which I've um, uh, promptly put back into their guild bank because <laughs> I didn't so much as cheat as uh, use good knowledge of the game. So whilst everybody else was probably just running around and, and looking in every nook and cranny, I just created a macro that said slash target. Um, <laughs> uh, and the name and, and, and put the four of those into a macro and, and just rode around and went spam, 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 spam. And, and, it, and it, you know, if I got anywhere near one, it says, okay, then, then here, all right. So I'll start, start going in shops around here and, and found three of them uh, uh, pretty quick that way. But uh, Wem, was, Wem was well hidden. Um, and so there's some, there's some nice places to hide in, in Stormwind. And uh, I'd actually walked past him twice before before I went back a third time and, and found him. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's an, a nice casual way to uh, spend the Sunday evening. And that's really been it for me. Oh, okay. Uh, no raiding. I didn't. I didn't do any raiding this week. I, it's apart from the Oculus. I don't think. I don't think I did. Um, any instances? Oh, no, raiding. Well, I did. I did the Volk of Archivon. You know, this took ten minutes. So, why? Because it's a short raid. It's a short. Yeah, raid, so oh, it's awesome. it's short. There's it, yeah, there's just like four trash mobs and then the boss. Oh. Um. So yeah, you you go in there and and you you know you spend ten minutes and the, you, it's free epics. <laughs> Two or three people are going to get get epics out of it just after you know, in that shorter space of time. So, but it's level eighty, right? It's level eighty, and you can only do it once a week, uh, and you can and you can only do it uh, when uh, you own Winter Grasp. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. So, so what about yourself? Okay, so what have I been doing this week? Oh, my usual Aprilian silliness. I decided I wanted to quad box Hellfire Blood Furnace. I've been calling it Ramparts, but Ramparts is the lower portion and Blood Furnace, which you can only get to from way on the other side. I thought that if you could run down to where Ramparts was, you could jump over somewhere and get to it, but I couldn't figure out uh, how to do it. No, you can't. And, 
Yeah, so you have to run all the way to the other side, fight some fell orcs, and come up some rickety steps and run back across. Of course, two of my alts, uh, Aprilian and April, can just fly over to it. So that was kind of nice. Now, just to explain how I, you know, quad box, I have two computers and I have two accounts on each computer. And so, you know, I'm, and I'm running both of them. But the hardest part is. Uh, that it takes a while for me to get each one of them up there. I guess it would be the same if I was just soloing. And so I I go through this whole process where I was getting the other guys over there. And even though Aprilian could summon, she still needed a third person to get the portal up. And um, because we did summon somebody to the stone, but then we couldn't get up to the ramparts. I mean, the blood furnace part. Sorry, right. I'm calling it ramparts. So uh, we finally ran them around and got them down and got them up to where we could start. And it was time for me to go to work <laughs> oh. that morning. So the following day, I then, you know, I got this whole thing with I want to do the cooking dealies because I want to get the Dalaran Cooking Awards, right? And I want to do the jewel crafting dailies because I want to get the jewel crafting tokens. So now what do I do? Well, okay, so I go ahead and I, before I start going in, I um, I send everybody, you know, the two, well, I have to send my uh, cooker, my chef, who is uh, Auric, who is my hunter, you know, she he hurts back to Dalaran and runs around and picks mustard or gets half drank glass of wine but if i but if i do the jewel crafting one it's usually going somewhere where april will need a backup so i had to send uh, aprilian with her to go get you know beat up on a dwarf or beat up on a valkyrie or an undead or an ethereal or whichever one that uh that jewel guy in the pimp hat wants her to do (laughs) (laughs) and then we get (laughs) i love you okay yes have you seen the guy in the jewel yeah you know i now that you've mentioned that, I'll never be able to like look at him any other way now. It's a big purple hat, too. It's Yeah, it's with the feather in it. I've actually got a um, – I don't need to, need to make a note, but uh, I got this this horrible sinking feeling when I did my jewel crafting daily today. I um, uh, After I'd done it, I had a look at how many tokens I had, and I had 60. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hang on a minute. Didn't I say in last week's podcast that I had about 60? Do you think there's a max? I'm thinking surely not. So I've I actually um, spent two of them, bought a couple of dragon's eyes. So I'm going to see what happens in uh, three days' time and uh, watch carefully as it goes to 59, 60 and then what happens. Right. I'm going to be severely pissed if I've been doing this daily and, and you know, 60 is as much as it will count up to in your currency. That would be awful. Mm. Oh, by the way, uh, April, I mean, Elite, my uh, inscriber, my Death Knight inscription, she did her last, a uh, few weeks ago when she did the, um, you know, Discovery. What do you call that? Gosh. Oh, it's awful when you get old and you can't remember stuff. <laughs> Not the Northwind inscription, but what's the one just for the regular Discovery? Anyway, she did the discovery thing and nothing. The research, yeah. Yeah, the The, the normal research, minor research or something. Right. So she wasted, well, thank God it wasn't anything big, and then she got nothing. So now she doesn't have to do that anymore, and I haven't done Northrend in a while because, uh, I don't know. 
I don't know how many there are for the for the uh, for the North Rim one, but I'm, I'm still learning them. I don't. Admittedly, I don't do it every day, but you know, it's, <laughs> I've, uh, I'm it's just so learning. hard to get icy pigment. I am getting a lot of this uh, ink of the sea, but I mean, do I really want to go and trade in ten ink of the sea for one? Um, no, no, just just someone out to send someone out to Shalazar Basin and and farm Adder's tongue. Uh, Adder's, Adder's tongue's got the highest uh, drop rate. Well, I've been also buying them on on the auction house. If you check at certain times, you can get. Uh, I try to not go over uh, one goal per. Uh, mm-hmm. herb. Right. Sometimes it's up to thirty or forty, so you have to be. Careful. Yeah. And it's funny because some of them are more than others. I think Adder's tongue was almost one of the cheaper ones, which is really well, that wouldn't make yeah. much because most people no. know that Adder's tongue's got the highest drop rate for the icy well, pick. Most people like you. <laughs> there are people out there who aren't as uber and uh so, sorry to interrupt but i've been doing some search on the internet and i don't see anything about a maximum number of jewel crafting okay. tokens. All right. so maybe it was just a glitch so um so you know so then the following day after they did the jewel crafting and and Oric does his um and it's neat because i think that day he got he actually got a delaron cooking award in the bag yeah that's always nice and he and so um, yeah, I summon him back, and we go in, and you know we're doing it, and we're doing fine. You know, we I have my succubus out, and she seduces one, and you know, because they're in groups of threes, and you know, one of the death knights pulls the little imp, and Auric goes and fires at the other guy. We we got pretty far in. Uh, we only had we didn't have any whole wipes, but okay, I didn't. <laughs> kind of weird when you kind of sibilish when you start talking about yourself in the poem. <laughs> <laughs> I, got it. <laughs> I got I think almost into the room where the maker was no not yeah the maker I think and then I had to go to work so but it was kind of neat to to understand what what, what I, I you know I didn't get taken down by any of the orc rogues and so it was it was really good and I think I went back again. Oh, I know. I went back to go the, the following day, that Friday. And um, did the dailies thing. And then a friend, a co-worker came over who I'm selling a computer to. I, I sold my old iMac and, that I got last year and I brought a new one because the ashtrays were dirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was still. One was a two gigahertz and the new one was a two point four gigahertz and and though I don't want to turn this into a tangent but I bought forty eight I mean uh, four gigs of RAM for forty eight dollars which is just ridiculous. yeah it's crazy isn't it yes so um oh so then um oh Thursday night oh one thing I, I've I've got my bank back over two thousand gold after April got her flying so I'm really really feeling good about that I. It's funny because I was selling stuff that I was holding on to. Because sometimes you hoard on to something that you might need. But it's almost better to go ahead and sell what you've got. Because it's kind of like um, it's kind of like when you're in college and money that you have now is precious. But it's small compared to later on when you get out of college and you've gotten your degree and you're making big bucks. So I can go ahead and not hoard as much as I have. In my head, that makes a lot of sense. I'm sorry if it doesn't make sense to you guys. No, it's fine. 
I always find the more money you have, the more you feel like you're poor. You know what I mean? Like you never like you make more, but then you always are poor. You know, you never have it. But I'm just saying the the goods that I have now, my I'm not going to need to later. Later on, I'll be making more money, so I'll be able to afford this stuff. I can go ahead and sell the stuff I have now, and make and have the money to do stuff that I need to do. Like I'm worried because Auric and uh, and Elite are getting ready to hit seventy, and I'm going to have four. 70s flying. I might never go back to Norway. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to hit the 77. You'll be right. Yeah. So I ended up, uh, you know, I just, I took somebody's advice and I've been selling my, uh, um, what's that dust? Come on, help me. Which dust one? Infinite dust? Yeah, infinite dust. Okay. Yep. So uh, Thursday night, I took uh, Aprilian and April back to Dragon Blight so that uh, they can do the cloth cooldowns. And I found the this quickest way of doing it. First, I run um, first I run over to the Eben to do the Eben weave. I, I take that first flight path out of Deleron down to where all those worms and the where it's freezing, and just yep. run up that hill, run through those fire things into that. That maw, that's the hardest one because you have to actually be inside the maw. But yep. then I fly to uh, to Worm West, that big towery thing, and run down that path. And then if you run down the path and find a space by that um, in the uh, Azure place, well, you don't even have to really be in it. You mm. just need to be touching that rock. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was making my way in and fighting all those mages, and then I realized, wow, all I have to do is touch it. Fine, and then turn right around and go diagonally, almost a little bit uh, straight across that the Worm West uh, cement path that's all broken up, and go to the other side. And there's a path right down to the um, the Emerald one, right by those big. There's some big bones, and you you just walk around the bone, uh, right around the bones, and then go down the hill. There's a little path that goes right to the Emerald one. I was flying all the way down to where those walruses were. Jumping in the water and swimming all the way down to the emerald one. When all I had to do was run down that hill. And bam, I'm, I'm hardly fighting anybody. And I've got my cooldowns and I'm back. So There you go. That's kind of neat. And then Friday, I went. I was all set. Had everybody all lined up for, um, for the, uh, the fight at the Blood Furnace. And my neighbor came up, my friend, co-worker came over to buy, my, the, buy the computer. Yep. And he didn't want to leave. He wanted to talk. He wanted to socialize. <laughs> well, did you give him one of your accounts and say, come and help me in the blood furnace? Oh, no, he, he, he's not that adept. He's a very smart guy, but he's not that adept at stuff like that. So... I was like, oh, so yeah, da da da. We talked about work. We talked da 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 da. And all the time, I'm looking over at the screens and the little dragon going, and you know, and he goes, oh, I'm not holding you up. And you know, no, I just want to go kill some fell orcs. But you know, and it's 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 the most ridiculous. You're a liar. You should have just said yes. You are. You're holding me up. Big time. Can you leave now? Bye. I want to go play one. <laughs> Catch you later. But I don't want to seem obsessive. I just 
Even if I am, I don't want to peer it. So, hey, if this has happened to any of you guys where you wanted to play and people came over and you felt bad, or if you actually did throw them out, write us at controlaltwow at gmail.com. So, you know, I'm, I'm letting them out and walking them down the stairs. And, you know, and the Mama. minute he's out the door, <laughs> I'm running back up. And, of course, I only had a little bit of time and I didn't get that far in. So, but then. I, I, like, I like my mates that ring up. And and uh, I answer the phone, and the first thing they say is, "Are you in an instance?" <laughs> and if I go, "Yeah," I go, "I'll call you back." <laughs> How cool you have them trained! <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I can't even say that because if I say that, they're like, "Huh?" Well, you know, I have to go into this thing, and I need to have all my attention over here, and I need you to like go away. It's just like it's like I'm if if I was if I was playing golf. You know, or something stupid like that, they would understand. <laughs> well, you know? I'd have to go and find you out in the fairway somewhere. Right. And, and so you wouldn't answer your phone. So <laughs> you're trapped in front of your computer. So then, um, Friday night, when was it? Was it Friday night? Today is Sunday, Saturday. So it must have been, oh, uh, no, that. that Oh, that must have been Thursday morning that that happened. Because Friday morning, I went to go on and I was talking to Blade. And I said, I'm getting ready to do something really crazy. I'm getting ready to quad box um, the blood furnace. And he says, uh, do you want someone to come with you? And I, I just, you know, I mean, I don't know. Quad boxing is kind of hard. And it's kind of, sometimes it's ridiculous. And sometimes you... It's epic fail. <laughs> and I don't know if I wanted a witness. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, I got just the guy for you. And actually, I have to apologize to him because at first I said Ramparts because I've been calling it Ramparts. I don't know why. Where is Citadel? Is Citadel the whole thing, right? And then there's Ramparts yeah. and, and Blood Furnace. So he yep. actually was at Blood, at Ramparts when, I, when, he, when he logged in. He logged in on a level 61 priest. Which is great because I've never had a healer doing any of this silly nonsense that I do. Radical. Having a healer in an instance. In an instance. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, it makes a big difference. <laughs> and so he says, I'm right outside the instance. And I invited him in. And then he realized it was, oh, you mean blood furnace, not rampart. So we summoned him because I did have a... It was funny, too, because I had summoned uh, Oric because he, he had been out doing the cooking daily. And... Uh, the portal was still up. I love when that happens. <laughs> I love yep. the fact that it stays up for so long and you could just, I was actually, it was actually outside the instance. Cause I like, I like putting my portal right in front of the instance just so that if some Alliance has to come by, they have to go through my portal. I don't know. Little power struggle there. <laughs> <laughs> so I summoned, I ran back out and clicked on it just before it was getting ready to fall apart, which is neat. It, it, it will work up until the time it goes to drop. So if you've ever seen the Warlock summoning portal, it looks like a big door. And so I clicked on it and you know, I clicked on his name and clicked on it. And the little shimmering circle came up and the portal dropped. But my other alt was able to click on the uh, portal and summon him. What? So we cool. went in and it was fantastic. It was so much better with the healer. Um, I put my health, my soul stone on him, 
which actually helped us a couple of times, but we never wiped. He was great on the healing. Oh, I, I did have uh, a couple of characters die, and then without saying anything, I went ahead and accepted the... Um, I went to the spirit healer and just accepted it, and then I summoned them back, you know, and I'm doing my own thing, and he says, you know, I can res, right? <laughs> <laughs> nope. A what? Totally forgot about that. <laughs> That's not how I quad box. <laughs> Who needs them? I don't need any stinking resing. <laughs> so then later on, we, um, a, few, a little while later, he goes, you know, you're tanking with res sickness. <laughs> is, is that bad? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we get to the end. We 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 manage to get. We pull everything. We we have some great save moments. I you know we're doing great. We get to the end. We fight those five orcs that surrounding the last boss. Oh oh, you know when my two characters die because that one floating thing, he dropped down and uh, he died. And I'm like, oh cool. And I go over to loot and I'm like, why why is my health bar going down? Oh why am I dead? Because the green ooze that thing floaty thing gives off but it was a fantastic fight all those guys coming out of all the little corners it was just great the whole i love that instance i'm gonna go in there again because it was just really really yeah and so we get to the end and oh one of my alts stepped in and she gets the oh explore blood furnace thing and i was like oh shoot i didn't have uh, that on uh I forgot to share that quest. So we step out. He says, come back, come back. And he shares the quest with all of us. And we go back in and we got it. So kudos to Blade for thinking about that, you know. So that was kind of neat. And cool. um, Yeah. And we, we take the guy down and I get the achievement. <laughs> and I, I said, wow, that was great. And I termed a new word. And I want to document it today. That um, for the first time is going out on the internet on Sunday, April fifth, two thousand nine. Nuber. <laughs> Nuber is that like am, so like so like the opposite of Uber? It's it's almost it's it's being Uber in a noobish way. <laughs> 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 so it's like when you do something so, that's so, <laughs> like so incredibly tanking, stupid, you <laughs> tanking with res sickness. Right, taking a Uber moment. moment, but you still manage to do to accomplish what you set out to do. <laughs> so even though you were noob, you ended up being a kind of Uber. <laughs> and then we uh, ran out the back door, which was great. Did you know Blood Furnace has a back door? Mm. We yeah, use it often. Neat. Yeah, so that was neat. So thank you, Blade. And uh, I just <laughs> had a great time. And I got the achievement. And I love, uh, I love quad bossing. Uh, <laughs> so, see the comments we're going to get now. Tanking with res sickness. <laughs> <laughs> Is that bad? <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, it's interesting because this brings us to... Um, and uh, what else? I guess that's all I've been doing. I, I still... Um, you know, making lots of money on the pets, making an awful lot of money. Although somebody did show up that was undercutting my prices. And it's kind of funny because you almost take it personally. 
look at this person who's, you know, and you, you go and you check all your different things that you have up. And you're going, oh, my God, he's, he's, he's undercutting me on this one. He's undercutting me on that one. You know, and it's not personal. It's, Did you send him a mail? No. So, excuse me. Would you mind not undercutting me? But, yeah. you know, it's funny because somebody had me on their um, friends list. And they, they messaged me and said, why are, you, why are you on my friends list? And I'm pretty sure that's probably because they saw my, my pet stuff. And they were wondering, you know. Why are you on my friends list? <laughs> what <Yes>. the hell? <laughs> like, You're like, I well, don't yeah. know. Why am I on your friends list? Yeah. I logged into your account and added myself and then logged out again. <laughs> People are really weird. So um, I'm trying to find out. What is it that you need for um, for uh, the great glacial bags? Because I have, I have 14 ebb and weave. I think it's and four. Four moon shroud and four ebon weave. I have nine moon shrouds. I have enough for two. <laughs> I love this game. Evil cackle. <laughs> All right, but uh, and you get that at um, four forty-five. I'm at four thirty-five. Ooh, maybe. Yeah, they're they're at a hard. Uh, 20 or so points around that point. But I like the fact that um, frost weave bags stay yellow for so long. That's yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep. The other, the one thing that I am getting bunches and bunches of by going into these old instances is nether weave cloth. And I've been making bunches of nether weave bags and selling them for seven or eight gold. So that's kind of neat. <clears throat> I put some in the guild bank every once in a while. But I mean, does anybody not have 16 slot bags? <laughs> Ooh, does that sound snobbish? Oh, sorry. So that brings us to uh, the bladed edge. Of course, we kind of changed our scheduling uh, a bit uh, last night. We were going to do it a little later today, so we're sorry that uh, we thought maybe Blade could join us, but... Uh, since we changed on the fly. <clears throat> Sometimes we have to do that because, you know, it's different time zones and stuff. Uh, we do have, I don't know, what do we call this? It's a bladed edge that we got before that we hadn't, didn't have a chance to use. And he did send us a fresh one. A spare so, edge. Um, a spare edge. <laughs> so here we go. Who's turned to read it this week? Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I wonder if you can do an audio rock, paper, scissors. I wonder how that would work. How would that work? <laughs> I say paper. Oh, wait. And then what do you say? I would be uh, rock. <laughs> so paper wraps rock. So what do you say? I, w- I would have said rock as well. Oh, well, that was pretty stupid. <laughs> I say paper. Oh, you're saying what you said before I would say paper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're being honest and fair. I'm being honest. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. I so I win. <laughs> I win anyways. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. We're, we're, uh, it was, I was actually away on the weekend and and uh, we're trying to – I can't remember what we're trying to decide now. It's like who goes first in something and um, rather than rock, paper, scissors because it was between three people – 
you do one, two, three, and then you either hold up uh, one finger or two fingers. And so, um, you know, whoever's got the unique um, number of fingers wins. So if you know one person holds up. Uh, Two people hold up uh, one finger, then the person that's holding up two fingers wins. <laughs> and what happens if you all hold up? Well, you keep you keep doing it until okay. you know you get someone that's just got that. And uh, <laughs> we tried it three times, and we're laughing and mucking around so hard that it uh, we kept doing it on two. It's like three, two, and then someone would hold it up. And and even even though there's the the person that went on two and and the other two went on one uh, could see that he was holding up two fingers they they both still held up one and and lost so <laughs> the guy that, that cheated still won because why because they think they're being like, smart well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so we'll not do what he does. There's no way to win, though, because if you didn't do what he did, you'd still be different. And if you did what he did, oh, okay. <laughs> That's a conundrum. <laughs> okay. Blade. Just the other day. It's been Bladed. Trying to touch the sun. The Bladed Edge. Hey y'all, Blade here. In this trying time of collapsing financial markets, one thing has grabbed my attention. Two, actually. Now, this isn't meant as an add-on plug or anything, just my casual observation. See, with the help of a guildy, me, that's M-I-Y, I finally figured out some bonus features of the newer auctioneer add-on. And it's made a world of difference to auctioning. See, with the help of a... Oh, sorry. (laughs) Next line. One, there's a double arrow at the top of the auction screen when you talk to an auctioneer with your add-on loaded. This is your quick scan feature. What used to take 20 minutes or more is now done in three. That makes the process so much faster. It isn't even funny. I literally hop onto my banking alt, check his mail, scan the AH, call the get all feature, put whatever didn't sell back on the onto the AH and log in about five minutes or so. Second, the appraiser function. It's the button at the bottom of the window. It shows you on the left a list of all your stuff in your bag. And as you click on each item, the display will show you how many items are currently on the AH thanks to your get all scan mere moments ago and will suggest a price for your items. It also lets you change your stack size if you want to sell stuff in less than the full stack and allows you to select less than your total number of items. If you're clever, you won't glut the market with tons and tons of items. Less of your items up on the market gives you a better chance of selling them at a reasonable price, believe it or not. Put your stuff there, up there a few at a time because you know someone's going to undercut you in an attempt to sell her, <laughs> I mean their items instead. Yeah, hmm, pets. I wonder if that's directed at somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and, Octaholic, by the beard of my Uncle Throg, this is this a useful add-on. Everything is there for my aunts. How long they've played, how much money they have, what's in each of their inventories, in their banks, what they're wearing, their professions... 
which are even linkable into chat. So I can instantly answer someone's request for a master blacksmith, even if I'm not playing my smith at the time. Now that I have it, I cannot imagine not using it. Oh, Blade loves it. He does. Onward. From the Dirty Little Tricks Department. Let's talk super combos. There's a reason mages are both hated and so often the target of QQ nerf mages QQ forum threads. Here's one of here's one of here's one you probably already heard of. Uh, everyone must have used this once. Use this one. I know I did. And it's uh the pyroblast thing, and it's in the show notes. Pretty self-explanatory. Presence of mind makes it instant. Arcane power ups the damage significant, significantly. And pyroblast, well, it's a one-shot. Hey, how you doing? Oops, I done blowed you up, Macro. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. And here's one that Wild Wiki supplied. Props to the writer. Old Blade loves his frost mage. And it's, uh, you know, very nicely scripted and sound and stuff. As an aside... All the slash script functions blocks any error messages from suddenly popping up and ruining your ultra combo. It's a bit tricky to pull up. The first click pulls out your water elemental, pops one of your trinkets, and casts icy veins. The second press of this rather convoluted macro pulls up the targeting reticule for your pet's freeze attack and sets your pet to attack your target. Here's where it gets tricky. As quickly as possible, tap the mouse button to drop your pet's freeze attack. Then cast your frostbolt, followed rather rapidly by your ice lance. The end result? At least two attacks that have a rather large chance of critting. If you're lucky, you may be able to squeeze out a second ice lance, adding it all up, and assuming all your spells crit, you should be able to drop an enemy of your level with this macro. If you don't, you still have your own Frost Nova in reserve, which will net you another chance at Frostbolt plus Ice Lance critical combo. Wow. Mm. <laughs> that had me on the edge of my seat. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I'm going to go and try that on my match. <laughs> Moving on from Old Blade's Easter Egg Basket. Mrs. Blade and I recently sat down and pulled a bit of a marathon, watching all six Star Wars movies over two days. Well, that's not quite correct. We slugged through the first, meaning the latest three, then sat back and cleansed our minds with the original three. Oh, that's a cool way to do it. It seems some folks at Blizzard are quite the fans as well. From the obvious weapons that look like lightsabers, the Argent Avenger, the Blade of Wizardry, and Tibu's Blazing Longsword, for example, to the not-so-obvious, but once you find them, you wonder how you didn't catch them earlier. Upon death, and if they spent their talent points correctly, Tier 5 and the Holy Tree, a priest can become the Spirit of Redemption, which is a feature in which the priest, if struck down in battle and combat, can continue to heal for 15 seconds or so before actually dying. The spell description reads, You have become more powerful than anyone can possibly imagine. Obi-Wan Kenobi uttered very similar words to his pupil Darth Vader in Star Wars 4, A New Hope. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Moments before Vader strikes him down. Of course, he didn't appear as a spirit healer that way. A priest will. For your alliance type, in the same movie, a young and whiny Luke Skywalker <laughs> utters a line to his uncle, but I was going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. 
Conveniently, the Alliance area known as Toshley Station in Blades Edge Mountain has a conveniently labeled quest for him. I mean you. Picking up some power converters. <laughs> That's funny. And in the Blades Edge Mountain is another NPC, R3DO. <laughs> a cute reference to the two droids, R2D2 and C3PO. When spoken to, it states that it knows more than two languages, a reference to 3PO's often repeated phrase, I am fluent in over six million forms of communication. <laughs> As always, an awesome podcast, guys, Lore Master Blade. Thanks, Blade. That was great. Do you guys use the uh, quick scan in Auctioneer? Um, I didn't know it was there, so I'll have to. Oh, okay. I use Auctionator, so I don't use Auctioneer. Oh, uh, okay. I've I've had it um, disconnect me a couple of times. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's worked a couple of times, uh, but um, I probably you know not a high percent success rate. So I generally just do a, a slow scan and yeah, go and make a coffee or you know do something in the on the on the other account. And. Um, uh, what was the other thing I was mentioned about auctioneer? Um, the appraiser. No. Then he um, emphasised that you don't need to put up a lot of your stuff. A few items at a time is probably better. Mm. Yeah, don't yeah don't flood the market because it just it just drives the price down and it's hard to get it back up again. Oh, that was it. The uh, somebody can write in and and explain how you do this to me, but. Um, when you use the appraiser, if you're you're trying to sell something that that sells in stacks, uh, it'll default to um, a, yeah, a, a full stack, and you know, so I'll say stack size twenty, and and the number of stacks to, to to sell will be all. Now, if if at some stage you decide, well, actually, the, these things here, I want to sell you know, in in um, stacks of ten. And I don't want to put up any more than than four of them, so I'll change that to um, to a stack of, of ten, and rather than all, um, I'll put in four. And it, rem- it, re- it remembers that. And um, if so, say so you come back again later on, and and you've only got one stack left, so you still want to put up a stack of ten, but you only want to put two of them. I've tried changing the four back to to all, just so that it'll put them all up. And, and it says no. That's that's not a valid number of stacks. It's it's like the the, the word all that it, that it puts in there is is something in special. Numbers. Yeah. Well, you can't you can't you can't actually type all in there. If you type all in there, like like it's got in there, it won't do it. It says no. That's not a valid stack type. And you've actually got to put in a number and not change it. Well, I've only got two, so I'll put in the, the number two this time. So I, I want some way to actually to. To um, have it you know, set back to you know, the maximum number of stacks that you've got, rather than rather than remembering, because you, you can't type all in. Full? You can type in full. <sighs> well, you can you can type it in. You can put anything in there. It's just a text field. Yeah. But but uh, I haven't found anything valid that you can actually type in there that that, that it will mean. Um, just you know, just put up what I've got. Don't don't remember what I put in last time and don't don't have to actually make me work out how many of these stacks I can put up and and, um, and put it in there. Hmm. I wonder if there's something, you know, there's a configure bar, but you go in that and it's, <laughs> it overwhelms me. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty full on. Yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, cool. Alrighty, thanks, Blade. So now we're going to go to last week's emails. And we're going to be talking, we're going to do a bunch of things, because we're going to be talking about what uh, gear, and then we're also going to be talking about the emails that we didn't read, but that were still in the, um, in the drawing, in the running for the drawing last week. Right. All right, so who wants to read the first one? I'll do the first one. The first one was from Jason. Hello, all. I'm very much a latecomer to WoW. I signed up for the free trial on 22nd of October 2008 and have been playing ever since. Hard to believe it's only just coming up to five months. Back on 30th of January, my druid dinged 80. I then rolled a dwarf hunter who dinged 80 yesterday. I've also got a human mage who's sitting at 70. He's my oldest tomb, which I've been leveling with a friend. So playing time is limited to when we can get online together. Wow, five months, and he's and he's already got two 80s and a 70. Yeah, rub well, it in my face. <laughs> All my tunes are still equipped with quest rewards. I've never run an instance, so I've had no opportunity to pick up purples. I've worked out that the only apparent way to get really good stuff is to join a guild and start raiding, although that seems a little problematic as my gear is not good enough, as it seems, for even the easiest instances that people are still running. Anyway... I was very much relieved when Aprilian indicated she was in a similar situation. I'm not the only one. I'd like to take you up on your offer to providing gear suggestions for listener tunes. I realise you'll probably get quite a few such requests, so I won't mind if I miss out. My druid is the one I want to gear up for raiding. He's currently feral spec'd. They'll probably dual spec him as resto when patch 3.1 comes out, meaning I'll need two sets of gear. Sigh. I really enjoy listening to you three discussions in game. It's amazing how many useful tips turn up when one of you mentions something in passing. Count me as another dedicated, if late arriving, listener. Best regards, Jason. So who's had a look at Jason's character sheet, which is um, A&L on Proudmoor? Right. Study that, study that in detail, Glanta. So one of the things that I, kind of I just want to point out he's in the guild, Baby Dolphins of Terror. So anyway, <laughs> Baby Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, I do have to kind of. I do like that. So cute. It actually looks pretty good. I mean, he he's gone in and he's done. Um, he's made his own purples because, well, I mean, he has purples that have been made. So like the Ice Striker's cloak, um, and he he looks like he's been getting a lot of like the high level you know, quest rewards. Like he's wearing mostly blue and he has done some um, heroics in here as well. Now, one of the things that, you know, he mentioned was about like, how do I, you know, get to, you know, the really nice gear without being able to go into heroics is I found that the um, Nax 10 man, Obsidian Sanctum 10 man and Vault 10 man, like if you have gear, like the gear that he, that he has, if he's been doing heroics, and succeeding at heroics, he'll be able to do the ten man raids like no problem. Yeah. And like those yeah, ten good. mans, if you if you own Vault of Arcadon, like if you if you um have gotten Wintergrasp, Winter yeah, like you can just put yourself into looking for group. And like I can guarantee you, if you do that, you know, sometime that week, you can only do it once a week. You will be able to run Vault of Archivon. Like at one of those times, like somebody will go and it will and you'll be able to pug it. So you don't need to be Definitely. in a guild. Like no problem. And then use those emblems of heroism to buy the tier seven um chess piece and gloves. Yep. 
And that way you'll get like the two set bonus. And then once you have that, then you can even probably like if you have, you know, high level blues and, and then like half your stuff is in like purples, you'd be able to actually, I, th- I think, be able to go and run 25 man raids well, as a puck. Well, even once you've got, well, even once you've got decent um, quest reward uh, blues at level 80 and, in, and with some enchants on it, you're, you're ready to start doing heroics. Yeah, like you can do level seventy. You can do level seventy five gates. You know, even with blues and enchants, like no problem. Mm. I'm assuming that he's a DPS because he said he's feral, but I, I don't know whether he's he's cat or bear. I'm I'm assuming that he's um he's DPS and and not a tank. Obviously, it's um uh, it's probably harder to. I'm not quite sure how you go about starting to tank. Heroics. I guess you need to start with a you know, a fairly strong healer, or start with the easier heroics and just do them over and, until you get some um, some decent gear there. Yeah. But yeah, there's, there's really nothing wrong per se with with any of the gear that he's got. Uh, I think it's it's really quite well balanced. It's nice balance of um, you know, hit rating in there and and uh, critical strike and attack power. So. Um. I, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't be able to, to run heroics with that gear. Yeah, like the Ice Forged Battle Ring is like the only one I can see that doesn't make sense for his. If he's like a DPSer, if he's like mostly cat, like it's giving him strength and expertise rating, which he wouldn't necessarily need. So, right. if, you know, like, the, but that's like the only piece of gear that I see that doesn't make sense. And like you're, you're allowed to have a piece of gear that doesn't make sense, you know, like. If, if, it, if it gives you, like, that stamina, if you're, like, stamina is the most important thing to me, then, like, they're fine, right? That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if something that's, that's got stamina on it and, and expertise in this case, yeah, if, if that's the highest bit of stamina you can get in the ring, then, yeah, take it. You know, to, even if strength's not a, a, a primary, yes, I mean, I think strength increases, you know, probably increases attack power. Uh, for druids, so yeah, there's, there's no reason not to to take something that's got strength on it. So there you go, an easy one to start with, because nothing wrong there. <laughs> yes. All right, thank you, and I'm really I'm awfully impressed with uh, how far you've come in the short time that you've played. Definitely, I'm obviously uh, a horde at I mean a warrior at heart, <laughs> or a World of Warcraft player at heart. <clears throat> so now <laughs> we have Gensu. Hi, Gensu. Who wants? Do you want to read that, Glantha? I'll read that. So it's that. It's addressed to you, um, Aprilian. But okay. it says, Aprilian, I love you. I love you, but my dear, you are a noob. I say this in the kindest way possible. We all start out as noobs, and I think your alcoholism has contributed to this for you. You really should gear up one of your tunes and see some endgame content, even if it's just the five mans and heroic five mans. You need to join a supportive guild and try to stay out of the guild drama. They all have some. Take heart, there is a cure. Asheo is correct about WowWiki.com is a great place to start to find out how to play your tune and what type of stats you should be looking for. For your hunter, you need attack power and agility first, and some intelligence for mana pool. If you hover over each stat on your gear window, it will tell you what each one does for you. Once you get a better understanding of your tune, try checking out www.elitistjerks.com. 
They have everything you would want to know and then some. Once you figure out what stats you need, go to wow-loot.com. They have done a great job with loot. You can sort by class. Then you can look at where your loot drops or what rep factions you need to get your loot. There is a tab to change it over to heroic mode for the instances as well. Since you are a huge podcast star, I'm sure an Earth and Ring guild would love to have you. <laughs> if not, transfer to Anubarak and we, Warpath, will take you. Once you are in a good guild and spend some time on vent and good, well-educated wowers, you will learn a lot. When you run instances that you do not know, you will screw up. You will cause wipes. We all have and we will again. That's just part of the game, so don't be worried. Email me with any questions you have and I will try to help. I have been playing for a few years now and I don't have all the answers, but I, but I know where to find them. Good luck this week in care and as always, happy hunting, Ginsu. Oh, thanks, Ginsu. And Aprilian has no excuse because Aprilian is in the uh, best guild on Earth Ring, probably in all of uh, North America. <laughs> and there's some 4,000 other tunes there to support her and, and to help her out. So Yes, and they have been there. Tark got me into Kara, so, yep. and Mag Theron and Gruul's Lair. So I'll be there event- eventually. And I, I don't know. I don't mind being called a noob, a professional noob. A uh, nooba. Oh, he also writes, hello, Aprilian. We guys have a, heart, a habit of trying to fix things, so I have taken it upon myself to help you find more information to help you along in learning the things that every top-notch mob-slaughtering hunter should know. Being a podcast queen. <laughs> That's really funny. You have probably heard about this already, but there's a, oh yeah, there's a podcast out there called Big Red Kitty. I love listening to him. He's very good. And I think you will find it very helpful. The host talks a bit fast, but he's very wise in the ways of Hunter. The latest episode goes over the talent tree and hit rating cap. I haven't listened to a ton of them, but it seems to be a very informative without a lot of the silly stuff you get from some podcasters. Not that that's all bad. And I hope the webpage suggestions were helpful. Yep. And I'm I'm not l- looking to have these emails read on the show. <laughs> these can be just between you and I. Shh. Uh, okay. Anyways, I guess we should cut that out. <laughs> sure you will. I got 10 bucks that says you that. <laughs> oh, he's ex- he's excited that you're reading it. Oh, okay. Uh, I I figure the more informed you are, the more information. Okay. Yeah. Oh well. Keep up the great work. I'll cut it out. Ginsu does does provide uh, some good links there. Uh, Wow Wiki and uh, Wow Loot uh, are great, both sites for working out um, kind of gear upgrades and things. I don't think Elitist Jerks is for you, Aprilian. Uh, oh, okay. It is for um, a certain class of people, but um, it's not called Elitist Jerks for nothing. Oh, because they're elitist. <laughs> they're jerks, elitist. probably. Okay. <laughs> Funny how that works out. That, that I, mean, I that's that's really for maximizing... Um, yeah, for, 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 for actual you know, maximizing your class and, and really you know, every last inch and degree of getting making the most of, of uh, your talents and what you can do with that class. So great, great information, but sorry, go on. Should I keep it in or should I cut it out? No, keep it no, in. Keep it in. 
Okay. <laughs> well, why not? Because I think I think it was kind of cute. Like, I don't expect you to read them on the. Oh, I thought he said he's not looking to have. Okay, maybe I'm reading it wrong. Okay. These can be just between you and I. No, it's fine. We thank you, Ginsu. And of course, any information you send us, we want to share with our listeners. Because believe it or not, I'm sure there are someone, there are listeners out there who are as noobish as I am, as noober. So anyways, who wants to read the next one? Oh, Alrighty. Okay. Email. Next one is from Erinth. Hey. Well met, guildmates of Prillian, Asheo, and Blade. Greetings and salutations, Glanther of the Alliance. Just finished listening to 107 from Monday and wanted to fire for a response to the request for how we're blundering through WoW with our gear and or gaming as a casual player. You'll find Erenthon Armory here and my Biimba report here. See, can you see just where after I said that? It says it right there. Of course you can. So there's another great resource, Biimba, uh, which is... Uh, be.imba.hu is a uh, it's an, a nice site for it looks at it pulls your character from the armory and kind of gives you a, a gauge of, of where you are in along the scale of of um, end game content. Uh, I'd add a link to wowheroes.com, but I can't seem to find a way to do that. But it looks like my score is eleven ninety five over there. I think I need some minor upgrades on enchants. But right now I'm casual, so I've just been buying off the AH. So I'm getting items that score 12 instead of 15 on that scale. I need better trinkets and rings. You might also want to look at gear-wishlist.appsot.com for upgrades and gears. I will have a link to that in the show notes as well. And uh, it's I haven't I didn't actually go and have a look at that one, but um, it it sounds like another you know, hey this is what I've got. Where can I get upgrades for this kind of gear? And, and those sorts, those sort of sites uh, are really quite useful. This leads me. Amazing how many have come out. You know, this is a really uh, intense the way people study these sort of things. Well, yeah, I mean, and if yeah, if you're in a guild where you do need to be geared up before they'll let you come raiding, then uh, you you don't want to be spending days on end trying to figure out well. You know, where the hell do I go to replace these green pants? So sites like that are real useful. This really leads me into this question. Has anyone collaborated on some sort of guide on how to play a class for the casual player in a sort of step-by-step manner, how to gear up after you hit level 80? I've seen guides, even generic ones, to get you to 80 pretty quickly, uh, you know, which are guide from uh, well.well-pro.com, give me a jump start, which I liked. And there's also um, James's uh, leveling guide, uh, uh, Horde and Alliance, and I still point people to these guides if I'm asked. Asked, but now that I'm 80, as Aprilian says, I'm going to have to do some more research about what I should be doing to gear up to be ready to improve myself for the end game. I occasionally do get into some heroic runs, and always start by letting people know or how many times I've done something because I don't want folks to be frustrated if I make a mistake. I just want to let them know that I won't repeat it and I hope that I don't make us wipe. As most of the runs I make are guild-based, with just a little pug added if we need it, that's not usually a problem. I do love to run with guild makes. It makes it so much easier to sort out loot, ask questions, etc. But I could go about that on about that. I just 
want to not be in a position as I get to do heroic runs that I'm the reason that we can't put someone down because I'm ill-geared. Thus, some sort of end-game guide for classes will be a really useful tool. But I also know that as a casual player, I'm not the one who could really put something together like that. I look forward to your input. If you have any, happy always for the constructive suggestions and keep up the good work. Be well, Errant Beastmaster Hunter of AIE. So, um, I had a look at uh, Erinth as well. Yeah, nothing and wrong there. As a Beastmaster, it looks good. Yeah. Um, I, yeah as a, I looked at um, some of these and, and you know, the, the comments that people have, I think it really just comes down to um, uh, some self-confidence and, and just getting in there and do it. I think they'll, they'll find most of the time that they're you know, pretty much on par with, with, with how people are going. Yeah, uh, and the fact that you do allow people to know, you know what you think of your level, and, and it's good to talk about it. It's, you know, if you think that you might have a problem or that you might not uh, be up to where the level that the people you're running with, people are just people in World of Warcraft. You let them know that you're feeling a little bit, uh, you know, hesitant or whatever, they will then take the time to make that extra step for you. you know. So just speak up and yeah. don't be ashamed. Yeah. And if, they, if you do speak up and say, you know, I'm not quite sure, I haven't done this, or the last time I did it, I wasn't quite sure, and they say, oh, well, you're a terrible person and uh, I'm kicking you out, well, then you know you don't want to run with those people anyways. <laughs> so it's right. good to be up front about it and, and let people know in advance than to get in and have something happen and then, you know, feel bad and then... I hear sometimes people actually kick you <laughs> while you're in the instance. <laughs> crazy. Yep, it does happen. Oh, but people just get frustrated if you know if they if they've got particular expectations. So, um, when I did look, Erinth uh, had a, a trinket that had um, spell power on it, and I don't don't know if that's been replaced yet or not. But that was really the only um, bit of gear that. Um, I, I thought uh, needed to be replaced, um, but it did have um, critical strike rating on it as well, yeah, which isn't bad. But I'm sure. I mean, there's so many trinkets you get as as quest rewards in uh, in Northrend. I'm sure there must be a a more appropriate trinket for for hunters that you could just get as a as a quest reward. There was a, a thing about like, are there any guides for casual players to gear up for end content? And like I think that that's kind of a, like you're not going to find a guide for a casual player because casual players don't usually need guides, you know. Like so, it kind of negates the purpose. Um, so, but Bimba is, is probably the the best thing. I mean, it, it's it's not a guide that you read, but I mean, it it, it shows you your gear and and says, um, you know, these are. These are the good enchants you've got. These are some some enchants that you probably shouldn't have, um, and it, you know, it, it pretty much spells out and and summarizes you know what enchants and gems and um, and it, improvements that you need to make all all there in a you know, easy to pretty easy to understand um, web page. Now, one so thing I mean, that's that, oh sorry, uh, one on. thing that's well I'm work for me you know it's just in terms of just experiment and and don't. Don't um, forget about those target dummies in the home cities. Like, go ahead and try out a new build and just do a rotation and just see how 
how you do in terms of uh, damage. There's a great um, tool called Recount, which will go in as a hunter, show you what your DPS is. And um, I, I go and I try out new stuff on those target dummies in Iron Forge all the time and just see like which, you know, which classes, you know, and which gear would, you know, would work better. And that's, it's a way for you to be able to kind of practice before you go to um, an instance, if you're concerned about people giving you a hard time. But again, like up to what April Lane was saying, like, you know, don't ever worry about, you know, what other people and by letting them know up front, like you're doing everything you can do. And that's the, absolutely the right thing to do. Yep. Um, how do you, how do you use the target dummies? They just, they're just there. You just go up just to them there, and start yeah. attacking them. There's one which actually is Does for her give you some feedback? Because I tried attacking one and it, nothing happened. I just, I kept hitting and hitting and it didn't die. Oh, no, it doesn't yeah, die. But like, you can go and... and so you look at your numbers or you look at yeah, your um, exactly. combat log. No, you, you need a, a, a decent add-on like recount. Oh. And then... Then you can actually look at that and go, okay, well, this is this is the damage that I'm doing with with this spell you know, against whatever level mob you've chosen, and you might look at it and you, you know, okay, for example, for example, well, yeah, I'm I'm doing yeah, the not very much damage uh, with my immolate spell, so you know, maybe I'll I'll try and see what happens if I take that out of my shot rotation. Rather than spending you know, a, a second or two casting that, um, I'll take that out and and see if just by changing my um, um, the order in which you, you're actually casting your spells, whether you can Im- improve your overall uh, damage per second. Okay. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> that's, a, it's all overwhelming. That's that's the that's the. Sound you get when you when you the teacher's given you homework and you're going, oh my god, how am I going to get this done? It's funny <laughs> that you mentioned that. I was getting ready to say it sounds like homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Keel Hall, who you want to read that, Glantha? Yep. So let me go and let me close out the uh, armory page here. I'm still looking at the armory page and not to get back. I have multiple tabs and I just click across my little tab. Yes, yes, yes. I open up in a new window, so I'm a terrible person. Okay, so email D from... <laughs> You're a terrible alliance. I'm a terrible person. So e- um, email from Keelhaul. Hi guys, great show last week as usual. I am glad that my little intro guide to dual boxing has helped a couple of people. In game, I have been splitting time between my Torin Druid, who is now level 79, and my Dwarf Hunter, who is 80, and working on his Oracle rep. I think I have about one more sweep of dailies on him until he is revered and can start buying eggs. Thank you so very much on the cooking daily tip about how looking for the half-empty wine glasses in the Dalaran sewers. That has made that quest so much easier for me. It was my least favorite since I also had difficulties clicking on the glasses like a brilliant. Now, make sure you remove that tip from the archives and don't tell anyone else. Uh, (laughs) During the week... I usually only have time to do a handful of dailies before I start the day off, getting the kids ready for school and heading off to work. Um, The weekends are normally my days to explore dungeons. Last weekend, I was able to run two instances on my Torn Druid. He is feral, so I typically tank. The first one we ran was Gundrak, which I had ran before on my Hunter, but the second was the Oculus. I have heard a lot of folks complain about that instance in Guild Chat, but I ran it on a pug and we had a blast. I thought it was very cool fighting on dragons. I hope that they add more instances like that into the game. Thanks again for the great show, Keyhole. 
chill. You know, I think pugs are given a bad name. You know, pugs are just people you don't know. <laughs> Who hasn't joined a guild yet. So right. I, I don't mind pugs so much. In fact, I, I feel bad for pugs, for people who have to pug, and I think that people who are in good guilds should every once in a while extend a, you know, kind of like a missionary thing out to pugs. And there's there's plenty of people out there that ruin it, though. You know, I just yeah. just just this evening, you know, um, four guildmates were uh, running an instance, and you know they they pulled in a, a fifth to to make up the group. And they get to the last boss, and uh, yeah, as as on heroics, the the last boss always drops a frozen orb, and you know you say, okay, everybody greed the frozen orb, and and this guy that wasn't in the guild just needed it, uh, grabbed the loot off the boss, left the group, and hearsed. Oh wow! Uh, so it, that's just much less likely to happen. Um, that sort of thing, if you if you're running with a guild, right? Well, you have a recourse. Hmm. Yeah. I wish we had that. Um, there was an add-on called Karma that lets you mark people, and you know, if other people had the add-on, they could see that that person was marked. But oh, okay. Okay, so um, who wants to read the next one? We're up to Caden. Hi, Aprilian, Glanther, and Ashaya. I want to start off by saying that I love your podcast. I have a weird work schedule, so I can't listen live most times, but I enjoy listening to the archive while I'm sitting on the riverbank grinding my fishing and cooking. I have the same alt addiction that you have and was thinking it would be helpful to get some group therapy. <laughs> have you ever thought of picking up a server and starting control out well guild for your listeners? I think it would be a lot of fun to get together with people who are into the alt thing and who listen to the show each week. Thanks for the good commentary and keep up the great work. Caden of the Altar of Storms. P.S. Scratch to Aprilian for the car a run. Thank you. That was fantastic. Um, it has been now. it has been raised, but yeah. um, we're 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 in a a big guild, and we we always welcome uh, more people to the guild. So um, yeah, there's there's all sorts in this in AIE, yeah, plenty of altaholics. So um, obviously, it's on Horde side though, um, and yeah, if we're to if we were to start a, a guild over on the the alliance side, yeah, I think we'd probably band up with some uh, some other podcasters rather than try and uh, start our own guild. It's hard to reinvent the wheel when uh, Randy and Scott have done it so well. Yep. No more wheels required. Okay, from Valathila. Oh, I gave that a little Italian spin. You did? Yeah. yeah. Hello, guys, and happy early birthday, April. Well, now it's late because these are letters from last week that we didn't get a chance to read. Okay. Valathelia here. Okay, so lately I haven't been able to play any of my alts. They're just boring. <laughs> but I do have an interest in a holy paladin or maybe a restaurant shaman. Which should I choose? They both seem like fun. But I can't decide I wish to level. And the point is, great podcast, guys. <laughs> for the Horde. Oh, can you do For the Horde. I guess you can't do For the Horde in an Italian accent. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should go Holy Paladin. If you're bored, 
You won't be bored with the Holy Paladin. I love my Holy Paladin. Oh, There's so much to learn. And, and if you're up to studying and stuff, and, and, and of course, and anytime you got like really sleepy, all that flashing and, and smashing and those big hammers, it'll wake you up. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to say Resto Shaman then. And why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to, just defend your well. life there, Ashley. I'll defend your life. Okay. <laughs> so you can put down totems? That's the totem one, right? Is that the no, I mean, I don't really know. I, I haven't um, played uh, a Holy Pally or a Resto Shaman um, to any great lengths. But um, uh, Holy Pally, uh, the, well, for a start, it's going to be well. You've got dual specs coming out, but it, uh, I'd, I'd hate to have to level a holy pally. But he's bored. But, but, so obviously, he's been a hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Vicious. So now. Oh, no, the one. Th- the one thing I've learned is if is if you're bored, then uh, don't ask other people what class you should play. Just try them and, and see which one doesn't bore you. Just don't play a rogue. The answer's going to be different for everybody. <laughs> you'll be sneaking around all day. You'll spend half your time and just sneaking. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. I don't know. I, I tried a rogue once and it bored me to death because I was just like, it took so long to get everywhere because you're stealth and you're kind of just sneaking around Azeroth. You're like, I just want to go, go, go. I agree with him, though, that uh, a healer is probably best because healers are in such high demand that it's, you know, you're not going to be sitting around a lot of the time going, geez, I wish I could find a group. So yeah, that's, only up until, that's only after you get up to, what, 60? Because the first 60 levels are going to be... Yeah, but that doesn't take you long to get up to 60 nowadays. But maybe Ooh, you could multi-box. Do you multi-box? Get another account. Do a refer friend, and then you'll you'll level even faster, and then become one of us. Level DPS and switch to holy yeah, around uh, sixty. Start running instances. And, I mean, I, even I mean, in, in the low level uh, instances, uh, I would imagine that. Um, yeah, the, they've both got healing spells anyway. Even if you're not specced into fully healing, probably do some healing anyway. Decisions, decisions. That's a- so we had a we've we've skipped one somewhere because we had another um, a character to look at. Oh, okay. Let me let me do a check because. Uh- do you remember the name? Um, yep, it was um, Chili, Xandar's Beast Hunter, Beastmaster. Oh, I thought I had Xandar in there. Okay. Let me see. So we'll so. let Prillian find that email and slot it in there, and it'll be completely seamless. No one will even notice. So we had a look at Chili and. Uh, um, Glantha may even have uh, more advice here, but I don't yeah. really see any significant differences in the way that you, that you gear a hunter based on talent tree. So Zando was asking, you know, how, sh- how should I spec this out 
as a beastmaster, and really, I I thought you know, the the differences are actually only in you know the talents your talent tree and and the pets that you're using that your actual gear is probably not going to make any differences to to what tree you're in. Is that is that a true statement? Yeah, I would I would have to kind of say because like no matter which tree you're in, agility, attack, power, um, are the are the primary the primary things that you need: agility and attack power. Um, when you're a survival hunter, there are some skills that help with stamina. So like if the higher your stamina is, there's like a skill called hunter versus wild, where the more stamina you have, the greater the um, like a, a certain percentage of it goes towards your attack power. But if okay. you're a beastmaster, then, then stamina is not the most important thing. But I mean, like the, the more stamina you have as a hunter, no matter what you do, the more stamina your pet gets. So in a sense, like stamina is still like something which is good to have. Still something to have, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then there was a lot of spirit in yes. his, uh, his gear. And like this. spirit... You know, I'm not talking about spirit like jazz hands or spirit fingers spirit or like team spirit. Like spirit, like <laughs> they, that thing that priests need, but that's about it. So, and druids. And druids. Because yeah. uh, spirit does absolutely nothing for hunters. It's, a, it's you know, if you well, have... Well, it does, but it's a, it's a waste because we've got... Um, aspect of the aspect viper. Of the viper. Yeah, and then right. one of the things too, I, I I find like if you ever come across a gear item that has really good agility and has really good critical strike and really good attack power that also has spirit, then yeah, go ahead and take it. But I don't think you're going to find any of those in the game because it doesn't make it, yeah. it's not a good combination to have. Like Blizzard knows that spirit and attack power and crit writing don't usually go together. So. Yeah, so uh, work on replacing your gear pieces that have got spirit. And uh, uh, Chili was only level 53 when I had a look. I'm not sure if it's leveled up in the last week. Um, the gear's not terribly bad, but there were some pieces there that were uh, pretty low for level 53. So maybe uh, if, you, if you can't find any uh, as quest upgrades, um, maybe lash out in the auction house or uh, hit up your uh, local friendly leather worker to make you some gear that's more level appropriate. Uh, the other bit of uh, feedback that I'd give is uh, in regards to trinkets. Um, and a, a lot of people around that level, you know, you'll see just right around the whole time with carrot on a stick. Um, <laughs> and while, yep, it's a great trinket to to have uh, while you're riding, while you're fighting, it's completely useless. So, um, and I think the other trinket he had was a, a, a lovely purple trinket. Unfortunately, it was just a perpetual, when I say jester, it, well, it, it was a perpetual firework trinket. So, imagine he can shoot off as many pretty-looking fireworks as he likes. Um, so neither of the trinkets were actually uh, helpful to uh, fighting as a hunter. So one of the things about uh, trinkets is you know, a lot of the useful ones, um, apart from having an, an equip component, have an, an on-use component. Get used to hot-barring your trinkets and working them into shot rotation because um, it makes it a lot easier and more natural to use them 
when you, you get into uh, endgame fights and, and instances and raids and heroics and things where you having the, the, the trinket buff in there at some critical part of the fight uh, can really make or break it. And if you're struggling to, oh, I, hang on a minute, you know, where, where's my, I haven't got my, that trinket hotbar and open up my character sheet and, and clicking on it and trying to see if it's cooled down and stuff, it's it's just really inefficient. And, and if you, even if you do have them hotbarred, unless you're used to using them and you know, um, watching them and, and working them into your shot rotation, you'll forget to use them and, and won't use them. And just and you won't be maximising the, the DPS that you can do. Did you find it? Yeah, I got it. It's in there. Cool. Um, I'll read it real quick. It just All says, right. uh, hey, guys, Xander again. You mentioned in your last podcast that you would like to take a look at tunes and double check our gear and such. So here's one of my alts. Could you help me give her a Beastmaster makeover? Oh, it's a chick. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. He also asked, he tweeted to me that uh, he wanted to know what role-playing alliance server that Glanther's on. That's Wormrest Accord, right? Yep. Okay, <clears throat> so to current emails, <laughs> we got this little ditty <clears throat> from Jack and Diane. Yeah, <laughs> um, he writes, "Well met, guildmates of Prillian, Ashael, and Blade. Greet- oh, greetings and salutations, Glanther of the Alliance." <laughs> and he says, "Oh, what did you guys do?" Somebody just chopped off half of the, uh... No. No? Okay. Oh, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I should take a moment and contribute a brief bit of audio for those who have wee ones. Little mini moves, as I like to think of them, being of the Tauren race. This is sometimes called the nighttime lullaby, and the tune may be familiar, but the words are more in a Tauren way of thinking, at least to my mind. Something more simple, something in tune with nature and a quiet life. Be well, Iranth, Beastmaster Hunter of AIE. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Papa's gonna show you a hummingbird. If that hummingbird should fly, Papa's gonna show you the evening sky. When that nighttime shadow falls, Papa's gonna hear the crickets call. As their song drifts from afar, Papa's gonna search for a shooting star. When that star has dropped from view, Papa's gonna read a tale with you. When that story has been read, Papa's gonna bring you a warm bedspread. If that quilt begins to wear, Papa's gonna find you your teddy bear. If that teddy bear won't hug, Papa's gonna catch you a lightning bug. If that lightning bug won't glow, Papa's gonna play on his old banjo. That banjo's out of tune, Papa's gonna show you the harvest moon. As that moon drifts through the sky, Papa's gonna sing you a lullaby. Good night, little moon. And that was very nice. I think I could put my little, uh, Hordies to sleep with that song, don't you think? 
we probably should have played that right at the end so that people could nod off in the quiet, calm, peaceful sleep. Yes. <laughs> Hope no one was driving. Yes. <laughs> we, we've just should have put a warning in there. People in the world. Okay. <laughs> You know, um, I'm also, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask, I hope you don't mind, but I'm thinking about maybe just putting it on the website as a download. If anybody wants to download that and play it on their, putting it on their iPod or sing it, play it for their kid. Have it as your ringtone. Very nice. Yeah, have it as your ringtone. Okay, so as if we haven't talked enough, we're going to make this part pretty quickly. This is the email from this week. <laughs> And coincidentally, we only got two, which is kind of weird. Last week we got all so many, and this week we got two. Well, because it's a short week. Right, yeah. I'm going to start off with Mo. Hello, gang. Sorry I haven't emailed you in the last few weeks with work and last week going to Vegas to spend my gold, I mean money. (laughs) It has been a busy few weeks. I have unfortunately not been playing much WoW either, but would like to write to you about your, I know, (laughs) about your last cast, (laughs) episode 108. A brilliant, you are so right. I never get tired of hearing that, by the way. (laughs) And that this game is to have fun. I think we all know that we are all different people and have different playing styles. I also like to believe we should all respect each other that way. I too like to mainly solo and do at times enjoy start enjoy start leveling a new character from level 1. It would be great if I could raid, but for me so far that has not been the fun part of the game. Also, if you do not have this add-on, I recommend it, Raiding Busters. There may be other add-ons similar to it, but it basically shows your stats on your gear. If you've ever looked at BRK's site, you will notice that he used to post pictures of his gear. It would have stats on the bottom too. Oh, and sorry to see you go, BRK, and we will miss you. I think that was a podcaster that stopped podcasting. Big Red Kitty. Oh, Big Red Kitty. Really? Oh. Now he's going to stop. Oh, how sad. It wasn't another April Fool's joke, was it? Maybe it was. Hopefully it was. <laughs> Well, that's all, well, folks. I have a month left on my refer, friend. Get going, because that last 30 days, like, zips through. <laughs> and hope to have Alliance characters to 60. And Glanther, you should definitely level Horde. <laughs> You're always welcome to Bal- Balanzar, a very low and dying realm. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds tempting. Yeah. Uh, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> You won't have a sugar daddy, but you will have Mo from your Mo from your podcast friend who can lend some bags and instant run-throughs. Just let me know. You can look up on the Uptown Tavern Guild. Take care and thank you. Thank you for your great work, Aprilian Glanther and Asheo. Mo. And who wants to read the last one? That'll be me. Uh, that'll be you. This is it. Another one from Erinth. We'll get we love well. you, Erinth. <laughs> a show and blade. I wanted to drop a brilliant note after listening to the last podcast. I thought I'd share my feelings on getting to group up with folks from the guild to do instances, heroic runs, etc. Well, I've not had enough time to, in one sittings, to run a raid with a guild or anyone else. I've had several occasions to get to group up with other guildmates to run heroics and non-heroic instances in North Northrend. Your experience isn't unique. I've even had the chance to be the one to pull together everyone, then pass off leadership of the group because I just tell folks up front 
I've run this instance X times or not at all. I'm happy to follow directions, take instructions and do as I'm told. Also ask for everyone to remember that I've not run a lot of instances and I will make mistakes. I'm happy to go full tilt boogie through and work for time. I profess to be a DPS beastmaster, but I'm not going to say I'm top of the damage meter guy. My setup isn't perfect and I've sent in what I have for my character previously, as we've discussed. I think it's really awesome that we have a guild that's filled with folks who help us experience things in instances and have no qualms about letting you take the good loot because they've already had their drink at the fountain. Share and share alike. You'll get to pass it forward someday too. I could gush and go on for longer, but you and other guildmates know what I mean. Now, Asheo, your luck with the random dice rolls is just like mine. I rarely roll high, and I almost always roll average when I roll them bones. And I'm on a tabletop gamer from way back. It doesn't seem to matter what sort of dice I use. I either throw very poorly right down the middle, or on the very rare occasion, I get the top roll several times in a row. Then it's done for a long while. We need to get a brilliant to blow on those dice for you and roll them. I look forward to your input. Uh, look forward to your input on folks in the show. Uh, in bah, Let me try that again. I'll be looking forward to your input on folks in the 109 show. Why does that not make any sense to me? My brain has gone to mush. I'm looking forward to your input on folks on the gear check in the episode 109 show. I, I, I could tell what he was trying to say, but I couldn't say <laughs> the words in a sentence that actually made it sound like that. Well, we just want to... That's one in the morning for you, so right. you're, you're entitled. <laughs> you're entitled, because usually it's us that's doing the one in the morning, so... All right, so that was great. Thank you, everybody, for writing. Thanks for all the gear check questions. We hope that we were helpful in some manner. And remember, you can always write us at controlaltwow at gmail.com. Uh, I think uh, we're going to try to push Glanther into getting a Twitter account. <laughs> so we'll do one of those confounded things that those youngsters use. Yeah, so uh, are you on a show? Yeah, I am. Yep. Are, are you in a group? Oh, you're in a group. Nope. Oh, nope. Okay, so nope. I'm gonna invite you. Okay, invite you. Invited me. All right. Da, 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 da. Uh, <laughs> One to two, <laughs> and it's two. It's two. Yes, you won. So, of course, because of you know we've discussed, you can either get one month free of Wow when Wow lets me buy one month again. <laughs> Or <laughs> you can uh, get an iTunes gift card for $10, which is nice, I think, is because you can do music, or if you have an iPhone or an iPod Touch, you can get a game, and you can uh, buy some of those um, uh, World of Warcraft applications. Yep. So here's hoping the patch comes out next Tuesday. Oh, I did have, I did want to make one other comment um, on a, uh, at least a couple of other podcasts. Um, it's it's been mentioned in regards to the changes that they're making with flasks. At flasks at the moment um, last for two hours and they persist through death, which is great for rating and things. And the change they're going to make is that um, instead of getting one that lasts two hours, you'll get two that last one hour each. And it's been a lot of well, you know, why that doesn't really make sense. Don't understand it. Well, my one word answer for that is granularity. What I've found a lot is that you know you'll raid for two and a half, three hours, and so if so you're partially. you you drink one and and it, you you've 
you get to the end of it and you go, well, I'm either I'm only going to drink another one and you know waste three quarters of it because the race just about over, um, or you don't drink one and your DPS is down and and yeah, you, you the group struggles and wipes and and fails in the last half hour. So I think it gives us a, a lot better flexibility about um, using flasks. Right, I believe it's 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 a good thing. Oh, definitely. Yep. Can't see a downside to it at all, and you know, I, th- I think it's more about that than than um, just supply of them and and th- th- having any other impact on on the economy or or alchemists or or, or whatever. It's it's just about yeah. You know, two hours was a was a really a a, a silly um, length of time for for a flask to last. Because don't they cost a lot of money? Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it, it's relative, though. I mean, if you compare how much it costs for a flask um, and the effect that it gives you, if you verse that against um, just elixirs, but the problem, you know, that, that's fine if you don't die, but if you're dying a lot and, and elixirs don't survive death, then you're going to be spending a fortune. Right, yeah. So it, it depends. Okay. Well, All right, guys. Have a great week leading into Easter next weekend. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to get together. <laughs> if not, it'll probably be Monday or Tuesday. Right? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. All right. So this is Aprilian for the Horde. This is Asheo for the Horde. And this is Glanther for the Alliance. Give or take. You like... Me like sail here. It's been real. May you always be victorious. May the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. Always. May our paths cross again. Catch you later. Aldir Shalah. Go in peace.